Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, Joe Biden's frontrunner status. As you know, Joe Biden, in his first month out in this campaign, uh, has proven to be the clear leader of the polls. He is bringing in impressive amounts of money by all accounts, though we haven't seen uh, a quarterly fundraising report for him yet. We will hopefully hear from the campaign on that after June 30th when this second quarter ends. We will see the report filed by July 15th. But we do have reports of how much he raised in those first 24 hours. And we know his schedule has been full of these high dollar fundraisers. Joe Biden, thankfully, is allowing a print pooler into his fundraisers to be able to record his words and what he's telling uh, these donors. So we are able to see when he's doing these high dollar fundraisers, uh, if not on camera, at least what he's saying. All of that is true. It is also true he has more out-of-the-gate endorsements from Democratic office holders, members of Congress or others, than any of his competitors. He is solidifying support with key constituencies. There's no metric yet that exists where you would say Joe Biden is not the front runner of this race. Hey, look at that. There are a few anecdotal uh, notes. He's not been building massive crowds, right? So his out of the gate performance on the stump is not drawing the kinds of crowds that Bernie Sanders was drawing in 2016, certainly not that Donald Trump was drawing back then. But that also is a bit by design. Probably his team is not all that interested in trying to do something at some huge venue that perhaps they can't fill up, but it does raise the question. In a terrific report, I urge you to go to CNN.com and uh, check out the uh, story by Eric Bradner, Jeff Zeleny, and Arlette Sines, three of my colleagues who are very much uh, on the Biden beat. And it's worth th- – this quote is one that really sticks out to me. Uh, you remember J.D. Shulton. He's, he was the Democratic candidate for Congress in Iowa's uh, congressional district against Steve King. And uh, he came up short in 2018. But he is a clear Democratic leader in the state of Iowa and one that all the candidates are talking to and wooing and and, uh, one whose opinion carries some weight here in that kickoff state. Quote, he's a front runner with quotation marks, Shulton said of the former vice president. Quote, he's going to have to earn it. He went on to say his name is a bigger presence than his campaign right now. They can't just bank off of people knowing him. So in this report, along with a story in The Washington Post over the weekend, noting that Biden has been off the campaign trail, a story in The New York Times, story in Politico, the last 36 hours or or so have seen a whole slew of stories now about Biden's relative inactivity on the campaign trail. He's not out there pounding the pavement like his competitors doing four events a day. Now, his team will say, you know, he doesn't need to do that. And that is partially true. In fact, the Biden campaign gave a statement to the to my colleagues in this story saying, quote, in the few weeks since announcing Vice President Biden has stopped in all four early states and twice in Pennsylvania, talked to local media at each stop, done numerous gaggles with national press and has never missed a conversation with a voter on countless rope lines and at events. Voters will know where Joe Biden stands on the issues. We'll know. 
uh, future towns. And his schedule will continue to be driven by engaging them in the most effective ways. So you could see there's like some pushback there. Hey, he has been out and about. But just if you look at the number of public events he has done, compare that to what his competitors have done over the course of the last four weeks, it's not even close. And it is by design, right? Raise as much money as you possibly can. Prepare for these debates. You have not, Mr. Vice President, been on a a debate stage in the thick of this kind of a fight since your 2012 debate with Paul Ryan. So you've got to brush up on a bunch of stuff. This is, I'm playing the voice of his advisors. And, um, you know, there's plenty of time to get out there and, and be public with four public events a day or what have you. Obviously, they're trying to basically run a rose garden strategy here with without a rose garden. This is the prevent defense. This is protecting a lead, sitting on that lead, and trying to abide by that first key principle, not just of medicine, but also of politics, do no harm. That, that's sort of where Joe Biden is right now. But it raises the very question that J.D. Shulton raises in his quote, that he is the front runner in quotation marks. And I think there's one question underlying all of the Biden stories that have been out there in the last 36 hours. And that is, yes, Biden is the front runner. Nobody will dispute that. Is his support soft? And that is an unknowable thing right now. You've heard me say on this podcast, I have yet to see and cover a nomination race that is somebody is just the indisputable front runner at the start of the process. It goes that way all the way through. They never sweat a bullet that the nomination is going to be theirs and the party just coronates them at the convention. That hasn't happened. Again, if you look at Gore in 2000, Bush in 2000, Romney in 2012, Clinton in 2016, Trump in 2016. In all of those cases, the frontrunner was the frontrunner all the way through. Yes, I know in 2012, the polls showed a different person with a numerical lead in the race, at, at, you know, for a, a bit throughout that a uh, year before the contest. But Mitt Romney entered that race the front runner. He emerged that race uh, the front runner with the nomination. And that was never really in dispute. In all of those races, the person who started out as the front runner was the person that ended up with the nomination. But also in each of those races, that person faced an existential threat to their hold on the nomination, to their quest for the nomination. And how they dealt with that is what defined them and helped them be the nominee at the end of the day. How George W. Bush dealt with the John McCain challenge or Al Gore dealt with the Bill Bradley challenge or Hillary Clinton dealt with the Bernie Sanders challenge, all of that informed whether or not they had the stuff to emerge with the nomination that they were favored for at the outset. And I think that is the question about Joe Biden right now. And we simply don't know the answer yet because we haven't seen that threat emerge. Joe Biden is clearly benefiting from a reservoir of goodwill and support throughout all corners of the Democratic Party. And that may not dissipate. He very well may be the nominee. I, I, I have no idea. But he is clearly benefiting from a very crowded field. 
So the non-Biden support is split among 22 people. This is a similar trend to what we saw Donald Trump in 2016 was able to do. All that non-Trump vote in the Republican primaries, they were split amongst a bunch of candidates. And Donald Trump just woke up every day being the one out in front, consolidating that. Good news, getting more good news. And so my question about if Biden's support is soft, I don't think we'll know the answer to that until this field winnows down. I don't think we'll know the answer to that until we see him on a debate stage. I don't think we'll know the answer to that until we see him handle real substantial incoming from his opponents. There is no doubt that President Trump sees Joe Biden as his most likely opponent. Just pay attention to what he was doing in Japan all weekend long, what he was tweeting about, whether he was siding with the North Korean dictator about uh, an assessment of Joe Biden, which is just, you know, mind boggling, or he was tweeting about the 94 crime bill. Donald Trump is fixated on one candidate above all others, and that's Joe Biden. And for good reason. When I ask the question if Biden's support is soft, I'm not suggesting it is. I'm suggesting we don't know. To me, it is the question that hovers over this race right now. It's the question that is going to be asked and through which the first debate, those 10 candidates for two nights on a stage, 20 in total, that is the question that we're going to be looking to answer on that debate stage. Is his support, is his frontrunner status so rock solid? people so committed and so enthusiastic that it's insurmountable? Or are we awaiting to see a real threat to his hold on the nomination and how he responds to that? I'm in the latter camp. I'm waiting to see that before I can assess how secure Joe Biden is in, in his current perch. But to me, that was the undertone of all of the stories uh, out in the last 36 hours. Yes, he does not have an Iowa organization built yet. He's certainly behind some of his competitors on that front. Uh, He's still staffing up. There are mechanics here uh, that the team is still getting going on. And being happy with where he is in the polls, the amount of money coming in, and the avoidance of, of any real gaffe in the first month keeps them quite happy with where they are. The next big challenge is going to be that first debate in Miami. And like I said, a who emerges from the other 22 that, that poses a real threat? There will be a whole other primary going on to be the one to take on Biden, simultaneous to the primary that is actually taking place before all the voters about who will be the nominee, period. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.